0: Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Maher. In today's show, we'll talk about what it means to be present. Recently, I listened to Eckhart Tolle's book, A New Earth, and I've learned some amazing things and he has some profound wisdom and some amazing teachings. And really, I wanted to outline what it means to be present and th- with the combination of awareness and how that's going to benefit our lives, what happens when we're not living in the present moment, and just tying it all into how this is going to help us and navigate life. So please focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Hello and welcome to today's show. I hope everyone's doing amazing today and having a great day. I just finished a workout, I'm feeling really great. And in between making some rental ads, because we will be moving into our new place in a couple months here, so we're gonna need to market our upstairs of our bungalow that we're currently living in to put that on the rental market, as well as we're going to need to make an ad for a basement suite of our new house. So a couple, couple ads to get on the go, but luckily um, Jess is an absolute wizard with decorating and the main floor of our place here looks amazing. And she took some photos and uh, I'm really happy with how they turned out. So I hope we find great renters and all will be well. So today's episode is titled what does it mean to be present? And I was recently listening to the audiobook of Eckhart Tolle titled, A New Earth. And this, was, uh, this is me listening to it for the second time. And I really decided to listen to it because I was catching myself falling out of the present moment more often than I would like. And I really was starting to catch myself just having a lack of awareness, a lack of self-awareness not showing up in my best manners. And I really wanted to put more focus and attention and who better to learn from than the master of the present moment, Eckhart Tolle. So um, in, in reading this book, um, I, I gained another more depth to the his concepts. The first time I read it, Um, It was a bit over my head. His concepts were really deep and he's just an absolute um, profound teacher and practitioner of being in the present and having awareness. But it's interesting how listening to content a second time when we've evolved or we've changed a little bit will give us a new perspective or that deeper understanding. And Wayne Dyer, uh, he uses this phrase a lot. He says, the teacher will appear when the student is ready. So maybe I wasn't fully ready when I listened to this the first time because it didn't really, you know, the concepts were all great and I understood it, but I'm like, man, (laughs) there's no way you can live in the present moment all the time, and which I clearly still struggle with, but it's striving to improve and honing in on our skills to become a bit better at it is what our focus and uh, what our goal should be. It's not to always be living in the present. I think that's impossible unless you're some monk who lives up in the Himalayan mountains by yourself in a cave. It's very difficult in today's day and age. But what my intention for this podcast episode is, is to bring more awareness to everyone, kind of a basic summary of this book and how it relates into everyday living and the benefits and perks of, of what being in the present will really bring into our lives. So, for me again, recently over the last year, I've been, as mentioned, in this coaching course, and to be a profound, impactful coach, one of the main things and main topics we learn about is active listening. And active listening involves being fully present, being fully in the moment, and dropping any listening agendas that we may have. So a listening agenda is our own thoughts while somebody else is talking, or somebody says a word and now all of a sudden that word has meaning to us and we're thinking about how that relates to our life. So now I have a listening agenda, I'm not being fully present. So that's an example in coaching, but this also happens in day-to-day conversations that we have, whether it's with our spouse, our loved ones, our, our work, our work friends, any kind of relationship. And I used to be absolutely horrendous at this. I've really, really been working on this over the last few years is being present while listening because I used to listen and I thought something was wrong with me. I couldn't digest what people were saying, especially in class or in school. When I was learning something, it would just fly over my head and that might be due to the fact there's a little bit of ADD in me and the same things. There's a word and now all of a sudden my focus goes to that word and I'm going down a rabbit hole about that word, not listening at all to what the person is saying. So I just, I was carrying so many listening agendas and I was I, I couldn't be present. Um, and another tip that, is a really powerful combination along with being present when listening to someone is having genuine curiosity because when we have that curiosity about what somebody is saying we're intrigued and that that will spike our interest more to actually be focused in listening what they say instead of them telling a story and we may have a story that's similar or a a story that might even be a bit more exciting and now all of a sudden we're thinking about how we're going to tell that story as soon as they stop talking therefore not listening to them therefore carrying that listening agenda so along with my coaching class or my honing in on my coaching skills I've actively needed to drastically improve on being present and dropping any listening agendas, and that is a skill. That's a skill that we can all learn, but it's done through awareness and being in the moment, being present. So Eckhart Tolle has a quote um, that's, being present is infinitely more powerful than anything one could say or do, although sometimes being present can give rise to words or actions. So what he's saying is, and I've experienced this too, and I've, I, I really experienced this while coaching, when I'm fully present and just giving somebody that moment to express whatever they need to express is so much more profound and powerful than me saying anything or giving any kind of advice. Just being present to somebody else is extremely powerful and impactful. And then what he says on the second half of that quote, although sometimes being present can give rise to words or actions, meaning if we are fully there, fully present in the moment, that will give us some insight to act on an action or act on a word or phrase to say that's going to best fit that situation rather than thinking about what to say prior having that listening agenda you know just sinking into that moment and it involves a lot of trust and again a lot of practice to do but i can speak from experience and i agree with eckhart that it is infinitely more powerful than anything one could say or do so instead of taking action based on the ego which is reactions, you can be present and have the witnessing present to not react with emotions. So I wanna touch on just something that I experience, and I'm sure a lot of people experience in their lives is when there's an argument or a dis- disagreement or something with another person, when we are not present and we have our own listening agendas, usually this comes up in argument. So let's say Jess and I are in an argument or a disagreement I can, I'm only focusing on my perspective on what my ego wants to win. You know, like this is, how do you not see it this way? This is my, how can you not see my side? Like this is the way it is. And I'm not being present at all. I'm only reacting to my emotions based on what my programming is, based on what my beliefs are. So being present completely shuts down the ego because now I don't have any of those agendas. I'm not trying to satisfy my ego. I'm just there being present, being aware of the situation. And every single time, 100% of the time, every time I sink into the present moment during a disagreement or argument, it gets resolved so much quicker, because I'm able to listen, I'm able to comprehend a different perspective, or even in coaching, I'm able to hear them, I'm able to give them that space, and then things move along quicker, or problems get resolved so much easier. And again, awareness, just to clarify, is the space in which thoughts exist, When that space has become conscious of itself. So that's a bit of a thinker. I'll repeat it again. Awareness is the space in which thoughts exist. When that space has become conscious of itself. So that's catching or just being the observer is a good way of interpreting that. Observing our thoughts without reacting to them. Awareness of our thoughts with no attachment to them you see them but you don't automatically respond to them whether that be a feeling or action when you do this you access a higher state of consciousness you are more conscious you are more aware of what's going on you're not just reacting you're not just in a victim mentality you're aware you have a higher state of consciousness you're more aware of the whole situation and you aren't a victim to those natural automatic responses and i've mentioned this in previous podcasts where i'm a very visual person and once i started to practice this i would almost visualize a y intersection like a y in the road with a right and a left path and and the right path was always the path that i would always take that reactional state but once i conceptualized this concept and really understood it and was able to be present and aware that I had the power to make the decision to choose a new response, I would I would work on choosing going down that left avenue instead of the one I always took. I said, gee, if I react this way right now, it's going to compound and perpetuate this negative situation or I'm, I have this higher state of awareness right now that if I take a new action, even though it's uncomfortable, even if I say this thing that I really don't want to say, it's probably going to have a better outcome for me. And every time I took that new avenue, I took that left road on that Y intersection, it would always pan out better. But that was only, I was only able to do that in the present moment with awareness. So a Another benefit of being present is, as mentioned, we automatically detach from our ego. And our ego is basically everything that we consider ourselves from our past, you know, our accolades, what we've accomplished, who we are, what our career is. I'm a mother of two, I'm a father of three, whatever it may be. And that's our identity that we've built up to. But, being present allows us to just sink into the now and can really eliminate um, anxiety and depression. The more we practice being present, the more we can cut ourselves off from that, those anxious states or that depression. Because when we're anxious, it's usually about a futuristic experience, something we're worrying about, something we're stressing about that's coming down the line, therefore not being present. We're not in the moment, we're living in the future, and we're perpetuating these anxious feelings. Or usually depression is caused from the past, what we have or haven't done, and we are who we are today based on the past, and we might not be happy about it, leading us to these depressive feelings and we're not happy with how our life has unfolded um, because of the past because of what's happened in the past but again we're not in that present moment so mastery of the present moment in living in the now is kind of we got we got to wrap our head around the this paradox this time paradox because we think of time in the future such as in the, in, in the next hour or in the next year, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Or in the past. In the past, you know, I, I made some mistakes or we had some great moments and memories. But we don't really think of time as in right now. We think of it as a linear experience. But all there ever is, is this moment. This moment right now. The past doesn't exist. The past is gone. It's not It's not here. And the future does not exist. It's not here yet, you know? So all there ever is, is right now, which is kind of the paradox. And if that's all we ever have, shouldn't we get better at living in it? At mastering this present moment? And not even mastering, but just understanding this concept to once we can live within the moment now and be present and have the awareness to sink into the now that can eliminate a lot of of struggles and uh, and can drastically reduce self-inflicted suffering when we aren't present our default programming and outward inputs will control our life and a lot of the time we don't even know this is happening for example if we watch the news every day um, will we'll more, more or less lean towards the belief that we live in a horrible world, that we live in a terrible place because the news is always filled with negativity, drastic, crazy, c- catastrophic events that are just negative, 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 And we're just pumping our subconscious and programs with this. And we're wa- if we're watching the news unconsciously, not in the present, not really paying attention, this just all gets devoured and digested into our subconscious programs, therefore projecting this paradigm that we live in a, an awful life. And taking in this external stimuli without the awareness of what it's doing is so dangerous. But instead... We can learn to let circumstances, events or thoughts simply be as is, which will lead to a lot less suffering. This detachment can only be done if we are present and aware. What makes something good or bad is just our interpretation of an event. We don't need to label everything as awful and so negative and the worst thing ever, or we don't have to label it amazing. It's just simply as is. A neutral circumstance, you know, the same circumstance could happen to two people, and two people could interpret that two completely different ways. One person, it could be the worst thing to ever happen to them, uh, and one person, it could be the best thing to ever happen to them, but it's just the way they interpret it. So it's just that awareness is crucial to not just react to life, but giving us that upper edge, that upper higher consciousness of, uh, of, of of being able to detach from circumstances. And when we aren't present, there's another common theme that we tend to fall into. You know, when someone's saying something or we're interpreting an event, uh, or circumstance, we tend to overthink or we create or fabricate these stories of what that means, or we hold on to thoughts that might not serve us, um, that can potentially lead to more self-inflicted summary. So there's this story of two monks from the book, A New Earth, that I'll just read the excerpt that uh, kind of demonstrates this. So, Tanzan and Ikado, two Buddhist monks, travel along a muddy road, while heavy rain is falling, they spot a beautiful woman in kimono who is unable to cross an intersection. Because of the bad weather, Tanzan picks her up and carries her to the other side, setting her down. They travel on for hours, and only when they reach their destination at night does Ikado speak about what's been bothering him for the entire time. He says, We monks aren't allowed near females. So why did you do that? Tanzan replies, I left the girl there. Are you still carrying her? And this is just a simple story to demonstrate that, you know, this monk went all day thinking about how he could do this. And he's carrying that thought. And carrying that thought can, can really result in wasted energy or worse, stored negativity if it's something we're holding on to that's more negative than just a thought about carrying a woman you know i'm sure we hold on to a lot more negative stored thoughts that we carry on and that negativity will need to get released at some point and sometimes that manifests through us being angry or us reacting um, to, to just simply little things and that's all because we're holding on to these to these thoughts or to these you know, to, yeah, to these thoughts based on circumstances, instead of just letting them be, letting them as be and moving on, you know, holding on to them will not serve us. But we can only drop them and only interpret the situation as is in that present moment. And one thing that you know a lot of us are t- even told to do are have outlets to release this stored energy or to release these negative thoughts or whatever it may be. And outlets are good, such as the gym, cooking, deep breathing, whatever it may be, whatever little exercise or, or tool you use. But learning to let go is even better. Learning to let go, we don't need the outlets. Learning to let go is a higher state of consciousness practice. Uh, learning to not carry thoughts or judgment can only be done in that present moment though. And a way to get better at this, a way to amplify our awareness and practice being present to be fully there. Um, I I got this from a book called Positive Intelligence and the author Cherise Shiraz talks about getting in your daily PQ reps, your positive intelligent reps, which is really being present, being present with small activities. It doesn't even need to involve other people at first because as soon as you involve other people, now there's different dynamics, different energies, different, you know, there's it's, it's way more difficult to practice that and drop your listening agendas and be present and not get triggered by some things that they may be saying. So it's, it's good practice to just try things out on your own, whether it may be being present when you're brushing your teeth, getting in the habit of feeling the toothbrush on your teeth and feeling how that is instead of your mind aimlessly wandering or you not being there while brushing your teeth. Really think about how you're cleaning each tooth and feeling your toothbrush on your tooth, getting a nice clean mouth. Another one could be eating when you're eating breakfast in the morning or sometime by yourself when you're really tasting all the flavors of what you're eating. You're not just reading or scrolling through Facebook or Instagram on your phone, but you're there, you're in the moment, you're tasting and you're eating slow. Um, Could be while you're making coffee, you know, watching the pot drip, drip, drip and just being present with that. Or even going to the bathroom, taking a pee in the morning and just being there with that. These are all little moments that you can practice this with because you're not just going to magically acquire this skill of being able to sink into that present moment. And I think the first time I read the book, The New Earth, I was kind of not annoying, but I was just like, there's no way that somebody can live like that all the time, you know? But what I didn't conceptualize is that, oh, you know, this is a honed in skill. This is something we need to actively practice every single day. First of all, having this information to be aware of it, but then actually getting those reps in every day to really start to master this so that we can utilize it in situations where other people are involved. Now, when other people are talking, we can be present with them. We can navigate life by not reacting to it, but by just being there and being present to take the appropriate actions or say the appropriate things. So we have to ask ourselves this question do we want the present moment to be our friend or our enemy now keep in mind you never leave the present moment it's all we ever have so you are therefore really deciding if life is your friend or your enemy and we can choose to be present or aware or we can choose to be the victim or not even necessarily choose but just go along with being the victim because we'll just react we'll keep reacting to life if we don't utilize that present moment we keep mentioning this awareness you're probably getting annoyed of it in this episode as well as many others but that's because awareness is the greatest agent for change it's impossible to change when we don't know what's going on well not necessarily impossible but i'll tell you it's damn probably damn difficult when we don't even know what you know we don't have the proper interpretation of what's actually going on we don't have that awareness so how can we change what's happening to us and this is highlighted so many times today because we can only practice awareness from the present moment they go hand in hand and when we are self-aware we can disidentify from our thoughts emotions and reactions like I said, when we're arguing with someone or feel down or feel like the world is against us, we're not being present or aware. That's what it is. We get, we, we just, it's like a snowball effect and it keeps growing and growing and growing and our awareness keeps shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. But the only way to cut that off is being fully here. Being able to not put judgment on what's happening and just see it as this is as it is. And so it is and it's up to us from that moment to choose something new and i believe that in any self relationship or professional improvement you know that any any of those improvements can only be possible if we're present more often you know we could really escalate and um the, the the rate of change and our change period and time frame of how long it takes us to be to change and transform you know a lot of people hold the belief like i've gone 60 years in my life not changing this this will be impossible well no it's not impossible you just have to practice being more present and the more you practice the quicker you'll attain that you know instead of holding these false beliefs and just continuing on to reacting to every situation understand that there's a way out And that way out is done in the present moment. And it's the most powerful way to successfully interrupt our existing programs that might not be serving us. It's the only way to instantly detach from our ego in order to interrupt or in order to interpret our world in a new way. You know, we've interpreted the world probably the same way for maybe years over years and that's because we're not practicing being in the present. We just go along with it. We say, oh, well, I need a job to pay the bills. I need to pay my mortgage. I need to pay whatever it may be. And we're not in taking the time to interpret things in a new way. We're just going along with it. We're just coasting, um, being led through life by whatever it has to serve. Instead of taking ownership for our actions And ownership for our ability to change, which is possible for everyone. And that really starts with mastering the present moment. And the ability to be present will not only benefit your life, but it will also benefit everyone around you. And this can be, you know, whether we're listening to people with full attentive Presence. We're dropping our listening agendas. We're letting people um, express themselves and giving them that space. It'll help enable us to make better decisions and choices, not react just to our emotions. It'll lead to less violence. You know, Eckhart Tolle's theory of the uh, the New Earth is um, it's the way to awaken to a new state of collective consciousness and to a fulfilling existence, you know, that's his belief, that's his theory of the whole book, is that if people learn to do this, you know, basically shut down the ego, and just be present, and not interpret everything as bad, And, and you know, that's the way to minimize violence, that's the way to minimize hate, that's the way to live in this higher state of consciousness, where people can treat each other better, and hear each other, and understand them, because we're present, you know, and he's got a damn good point. But for the whole world to make that jump to that collective consciousness, to that higher state of being is, is a very difficult aspect for a, you know, for a global community to take on. But, you know, for us to do our part in bettering the world, you know, that, that does make some sense. Maybe we should be working on ourselves and really honing in this skill of being present because that's our best shot of of improving it and that's going to spread out to other people if we are if we become masters of the present moment that's that energy that's going to that's going to transfer over to whoever you come in contact with you know they're going to notice that and they're going to witness that and there's going to be a positive change that's that's involved with those interactions so that is basically the episode for the day. I thought it was a very interesting book. Again, it's a, it's a grandiose idea to, to scale to a global um, population. But I truly believe that if we all work on this, to be in the present moment, to detach from our egos, to be there, to drop our listening agendas, that is the most powerful thing we can all do. It's the best way to seek change and transformation within ourselves, within relationships. And it is the way to surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing day. Take care.